Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, and three. Okay, y'all. Hey, we're back for another episode of the Corazon Chronicles podcast. Hola, hola, hola. Um, I'm excited because we're actually talking about a lot of stuff on this podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about breakups, makeups, maybe some pop culture news related to relationships, yeah. and a little bit more. So thanks for tuning in. Yes, thank you guys so much. Um, I, it's crazy because I know we're, we're going to read um, our first review for the podcast, right? We're going to get into that, and then we have some viewer-requested questions, I guess. Yeah, so first and foremost, if you haven't already done so, we'd love to invite you to review the show on Apple Podcasts or if you listen on Spotify uh, because every review helps us get amazing listeners like you. So we want to read a review that we got. Super excited. Go ahead, Ben. All right. Let me see here. Okay. So this is a uh, Apple podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is from Daphne and it says, this is the podcast I didn't know I needed. Wow. Talk about God's timing. I'm going through some rough patches in my life and it has been so eye opening to understand Wait, sorry. To understand that some things, particular, particularly with our parents, are out of our control. This podcast has helped me put my own life and marriage into perspective. Toxic behavior generates toxicity in all aspects. Thanks for being real and keeping it real. I look forward to y'all's weekly episodes. Con mucho, mucho amor. From Walter Mersalo. <laughs> if you know, you know. And that's for Daphne. We love the reference. Daphne, thank you so much for the review. So Hell again, yeah. if you listen to us on an app that allows you to review, please leave us a review, share with your friends and family, anybody who you think would get some value out of the conversations that are happening on the show. Yeah, I butchered that a little bit, but it's fine. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe let's start off with like the breaking couples 
news that's going on right now. So that happened today, right? Or? It literally was announced today. It was broken by an exclusive piece by People Magazine. Apparently, Raúl Alejandro and Rosalía, which is pretty much like the it couple in Latin music right now, have called up their engagement. I'm dead. They have been together for three years, and there is no details about why they broke up. But I mean. If you want to talk about a power couple, like at least I thought they were the definition of it, right? right? They are both amazing artists. They just recently came out with an EP where they collabed on music together. They have been unapologetic about their love for each other. And all of a sudden, that shit's a wrap. Yeah, because, I mean, what, how long ago did they just drop um, like, like a, a song together? I mean, it feels like it wasn't that long ago they just March. dropped again, and right? So we're talking in July. They released their, their EP in March, and at the end of the video for their first song, which was Beso. So they just released an EP where they made three songs together, which was like such a big ass deal because everybody's waiting for this, right? Yeah. And at the end of their first music video for the song Beso, they revealed that they were engaged, which ah, nobody knew about. Ooh. So it's like y'all didn't just you know, do this collab, which everybody was talking about and was waiting for, but y'all announced you were getting married like three, four months ago. Um, all right. So do you think that this might've all been like an orchestrated, like Kardashian style relationship where it's like just oh, there God. to sell records and stuff? Cause like, look at Benito right now. Like he, they're clearly, I mean, we've all seen the videos and stuff of them, you know, at the, uh, at the game together. And yeah. I mean, come on, like it's very awkward. At least Rosalia and Rao were very affectionate. It Not seems real. That, it that, seems I mean, real. They have like, each other's names tattooed on their body. That's mm. not something you do for a publicity stunt. Like, Rao literally has Rosalia tattooed on his abdomen. Where do you, so what do you think was, I mean, if you were to speculate, yeah. what would be the reason to out of nowhere pull the plug? You think infidelity? I really don't see them as being the type. Like, he was so about her life. You know, if you know the story of this couple, he talks all the time about how he, like, manifested the relationship with her. Right. Like, he's been obsessed with her since, like, 2018. And they ended up meeting, I want to say, in 2020 at, like, some random event. And he it was he said it was love at first sight. Damn. So he's like, I've been about this woman since I knew about her. Like, so I don't think it was from his side if there was any infidelity. Mm. You think she's the one that could do it? I mean, Rosalia has been posting some thirst traps on Instagram where she's like in her underwear and shit. And I'm hey. just looking at the stuff like, if I had a man, I don't think he'd be okay with some of this content. I mean, some people are okay, you know? It's... Yeah, I guess celebrities can kind of get away with shit like that because, you know, whatever for likes or clicks. But I honestly think maybe they just realize that their careers are too popping to be like, to have room for a relationship. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, they could have gone on a, like a couple's tour, you know, that would have been fire yeah. like, to, to like go on a, on, a, on a world tour of like, everybody celebrate our engagement, celebrate our love. Like, obviously the entire Latino community was like, I mean, everybody's kind of fucked up about yeah. it right now, right? I mean, this kind of hurts. It kind of hits home a little bit. It kind of feels like, yo, like maybe love doesn't exist. <laughs> maybe there's no hope for any of us. No, this. that's not true. And all you guys <laughs> out there listening, this is not true. But it, it is kind of like that shit came out of nowhere. And, you know, I was reading the People article. It's still, there's a lot of details that have not been revealed yet. But sure. 
Um, you know, the publicists haven't actually commented. They haven't actually acknowledged on their social media or any like so, official channel. Who, that they broke uh, so I guess, I mean, somebody in somebody's camp yeah. was like, had the okay to let this shit out because if not, they would have came out and been like, this is like not even real. That's true. So yeah. it's like for them to be quiet and stuff like that. I mean, somebody in somebody's camp was given the okay to let this shit out and do it in a certain way. Yeah. Everything's orchestrated. It's 2023. Like, that's why I was asking your thoughts on if you think that they were like an industry planted, you know, couple, because I mean, that stuff yeah. happens all the time, especially on, you know, these two young artists that are coming up in a, in a relatively new space. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not far fetched to, you know, for them to be like, hey, we should gonna we're gonna put these two people together, and you know, I, the only reason why I say that I don't think that that's the case here, whereas with you know Bad Bunny and the whole Kendall Jenner thing, I think that's absolutely a manufactured relationship. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he's getting out of it, other than just like a lot of people kind of fucking canceling him. Then that or like, I mean, I guess it's more exposure to like the white community because she's yeah. she's got the white community on lock, and if they're trying to make reggaeton more widespread with like the white folks yeah i mean that's the move right like that's like the whitest shit you you know if you're if you're you know if you think about like the 12 year olds that are out there like if we had like a 12 year old daughter and she knew all about the kardashians and the skims and all that stuff and then she's like i didn't even know this bad bunny dude existed and then like you know i started listening to his music and it sounds really good like it's like a this is a, a new form of a I mean, of hip hop or something. So not for nothing, but I feel like Bad Bunny doesn't really need anybody, no. you know, other groups' validations. But but getting back to, do I think that Rosalia and Rao are clamped? I don't because <laughs> he's actually talked about that. Like they've actually asked them, you know, why did you guys keep your relationship under wraps for so long? Because they didn't come out for almost like two years in, that they were public, right? Mm. And so his thing was. He didn't want the relationship to eclipse their individual identities as artists. Uh, I so remember he you wanted saying them, this. right, yeah. to like they get the respect as individuals in the game and then eventually they will collab and that's why they took a while to actually come out with joint music because they just didn't want to be associated with like, oh, that's Rao's you know, girlfriend yeah. or that's Rosalia's man. They wanted to just make their own name. Be unique, yeah. Yeah. So I mean I think it sucks because honestly, they were definitely like one of my favorite couples in the Latin music industry. They just felt so genuine. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, for it sure. It just felt like they were really in love. They were really about each other. They always spoke highly of each other. And from the People Magazine um, source, I mean, they said it was a mutual decision. Sure. So I think it, it maybe is honestly like a just professional conflict or just like not the right time or, yeah. you know, maybe they just found that in working together they have like fundamental differences in like their vision of what they want or whatever but i guess we'll find out more as like more news comes out yeah r.i.p to that relationship because that was uh that was fun to kind of watch and stuff like that but i guess all good things come to an end i i guess so and you know i mean it's nice to not see like some drama associated with the breakup versus like you know an anuel carol g type shit where like they're talking shit about each other and like you know, he's Sneak fucking dissing. around. Yeah, it's not cute. We don't need like diss tracks from Raul and Rosalia. Oh, like nobody I'm needs well. them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's so funny. So I think this is a good segue for us to talk about like, how do you know it's time to move on? Right? Because we actually got a listener question in our Instagram DMs about like, how do you know it's time to move on versus like, 
I should keep fighting for this. And I guess they were in a relationship currently, right? Yeah. So it sounds like she's actually thinking about making the move towards divorce. Oh, and my she's God. kind of trying to figure out, like, how do you know that the time is right, right? Well, I, I think that, I mean, there's several different angles of, you know, when you know it's time. Um, obviously, the, the physical connection and stuff like that, if that's not there, you know, if you're not attracted to each other, um, you know, if there's a lack of intimacy and all of that stuff, obviously, I think that that's, that's, a, that's number one, first and foremost, right? Um, and then the other thing, too, is, like you said, I mean, people develop, people change over time and people, um, they, they, they change as far as what they want out of life and, like, the direction they want to go. And, you know, sometimes people find their passion later in life, too, you know. Yeah. So um, how do you know when it's time? I just think that if if you're putting in effort and you're not seeing it um, reciprocated in any way, I think that maybe you should start to look at the fact that maybe you're in that relationship alone. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship alone and you're carrying the weight for both you and them, and they're relying on that or they're just kind of like taking that for granted and they're not putting in the effort, then I think it's time to move on. You know, as painful as that might be. And, and I know you touched on it a little bit in a previous episode, but you said also, you know, people being together, you know, for monetary reasons, because, you know, maybe the, the, you know, one person has a developed career and the other person was just kind of like supporting them the entire time. And all of a sudden, you know, they're at this crossroads where it's like, well, I can't just fuck off and, uproot because what am I supposed to do go like bag groceries like I don't really know yeah I mean I think there's a lot of different yeah you know obviously everybody's situation is different and no two relationships are the same so it's hard to you know have a blanket answer but you know the thing for us both of our last breakups were like our hands were kind of forced by external events that were just like my immediate emotional and or physical safety is in jeopardy by staying in this relationship, right? Yeesh. So I think we were both kind of yeah, pushed out because yeah. it's like, yo, I can't fucking be here. Like, this, I this is not safe, like, yeah, fundamentally. not going to end up good. Yeah. And so, you know, when you have that type of situation, I think it's much easier to, like, figure out, okay, this shit's done. Right. Versus a lot of relationships, I think, will die, like, you know, the death by a thousand cuts analogy where it's just mm. shit piles up. You know, there's resentment that builds um, and you eventually get to a place where like there's just been so much hurt that you're like, this shit's not repairable. Right. And I think that's the harder decision to make because it's not necessarily one thing. Right. It's a lot of things that have piled up. Yeah. Um, So interestingly, I saw this post on Instagram where uh, they were interviewing a divorce attorney. And he made an interesting point, which I would love to get your take on. And you think if to see if like you think this is accurate. Okay. So he said that women, when they decide to get divorced, have mentally come to that decision months or even potentially like years before they actually execute on that. Sure. Because they're like very, women are calculated. Yeah. We're very much like assessing the whole situation. What are the pros and cons? Have I really given all my effort? Like we just, we check out mentally way before we check out physically sure and i definitely had that experience like i knew i needed to get divorced in may of 2021 but i didn't file until august of 2022 sure so it was like over a year that i'm like fuck i (laughs) it's not gonna work but like string along yeah but you're kind of like waiting for some shit to pop off to like justify it and i think that was my whole thing um whereas men when they're filing for divorce it's usually because they've met someone else Mm. and it's not a prolonged thing it's just like this phase of my life is over and I'm going to just 
move on to the next thing. Yeah. So essentially, women leave for themselves,、mm-hmm. whereas men leave for someone else. Sure. Do you agree? Like, do you think that men do operate in that way typically? Um, I think I guess I can definitely see that. Um, <clears throat> I think everything's relative, so it's tough. But yeah. yeah, I definitely, I definitely can see men being the ones to do that, and also, you know, men are usually the ones who will cheat to get out of a relationship too.、Mm. So they are going to use somebody else. Um, you know, as a distraction,、yeah. and I think that's what's happening with that. You know,、um, does that relationship work out? Maybe not all the time, right? And but I know that there are some cases out there where it's like, hey, you know, I, it was fucked up. I, I had to get divorced because I met this new person, and we're still together after you know thirty years. And、uh, God's crazy, but I, that's just that's what happened. So, anyways.、Um, Men, you know, leaving for something new. I definitely see that happening. You know, because men are wired differently. You know, we're put on this planet to reproduce, right? Like that's pretty much <laughs> our only. That's literally <laughs> it, and it, it gets to it gets very primal with some folks. So you know, that's why you hear the whole trade out the trade out the late model for the、oh, new one God, and all that stuff.、Gross. So, and men are you know on their biological clock and stuff is different. So they're they they're able to. Kind of like restart、mm-hmm. several times in life. Honestly, if you look at it, I mean, a man can reinvent himself. I mean, he could just move to a new town, and you know, I mean, we we see the the true crime shows all the time, right? <laughs> this guy's like had like four different four, four or five different lives. It's、yeah. like insane. But a woman, I think, it's just you know, they're inherent to uh to kind of stick it out and stuff too. So it's、yeah. it's it's hard for a woman to develop a whole ass relationship on the side and then like want to leave. To be with that, it's just tough, you know. Why do you think men cheat more often than women? Do you even think that that is actually like factual, or do you think kind of it's fifty-fifty? I mean, obviously we don't have statistics and data, but like I just know the majority of the stories anecdotally that I've heard from my friend group is always the fucking guys. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's that.、Uh, yeah, I think that it's happening a lot more. Evenly than than we're aware of,、um, you know. Are better at like hiding shit and sleeping on the ground. Maybe,、um, but now in today's society, with you know social media and dating apps and everything,、uh, it's just a lot more socially acceptable to be promiscuous、uh, and to be able to like you know have、too. have multiple partners and stuff. It's acceptable, you know, it's all that stuff. So,、yeah. I think that women are cheating just as much as men. Oh,、uh, and. I think that it's easier for women to cheat because they're sought after by men,、mm. right? So, like, it's easy for a woman to like fuck her coworker as long as she just acknowledges his advances,、mm-hmm. right? But as far as like for a man, you know, they have to kind of gauge it a little bit differently, and they have to kind of like test the waters and fish a little bit and kind of see, like, you know. I don't know if this chick like is willing to step out on her husband, and I don't know if she's cool knowing the fact that I'm in a whole ass relationship. And eventually, people get it figured out, right? And all of a sudden, they're like, "I have a husband, you have a wife, but we're coworkers, and we're going to do this thing." Yeah, and I think the thing with cheating in general for men versus women, you know, I think for men sometimes it's just like you just can't control your fucking drive or whatever it is, yeah, right? Some right. men just have like a wandering eye, and it is what it is, and、mm-hmm. they've kind of accepted that that's who they are as people. Yeah, it just is what it is. Yeah. Whereas I feel like women typically cheat because they are being emotionally neglected in some way, shape, or form, right? It's just like your shit has piled up again、yep. with the partner, and the, there's either a loss of like sexual desire, maybe there's like a loss of trust, maybe you know there's a combination of things. 
But I think when women cheat, it's way more because the the emotional neglect yeah. versus like, oh, we're just horny. We're just going to fucking jump on anybody. Yeah, I was just talking to my buddy Rich today, and we were talking about his um, previous relationship. And I told him that I had saw her on Hinge, oh. right, like right right around the time I had you know met met you, and I saw her on there, and I was like, oh okay, you know that's that, that's Rich's ex. So we're talking about you know the the demise of that relationship and whatever happened, and he's like, man, he's like I I, I felt a disconnect, and he's like I I went through her phone while she was like in the shower or something, and he's uh. like. She had all the apps. Oh, she had really? the Bumble. She had the Hinge. And he's like, I went through the, uh, he's like, I went through all of it and went through the messages and stuff. And he's like, at the end of the day, you know, I don't know if she was cheating or whatever. He's like, but she was just out here looking for, um, you know, attention and emotional connection that I was just done giving her, mm. you know? And when we were, um, when we were all hanging out, you know, you could just tell even like he and I would have personal conversations and he'd be like, man, this is like, this isn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. You know, we're wasting our time, I guess, or whatever. And it kind of go, goes back to what we were talking about earlier. He wasn't financially in a space where he could just jump out and get an $1,800 a month apartment mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's crazy. Dang. Okay. Well, I feel like cheating is a lot easier now than it was back in the day. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it's just a lot accessibility. More you can reach, you can meet people very easily, right? Versus like back in the day, you got to go out and be in the world. You can just have emotional affairs with folks on apps that you never met. I yeah. Mean, yeah, there's just so much access. And I think um, there's also just like this pervasive mentality with a lot of people who are dating that there's always something better. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to lock yourself down because like, what if? Yeah. Um, so I think that's, Part of what I've seen as the frustration of a lot of my single friends is this idea that like nobody wants to commit because there's this underlying idea of like, well, what if I just find something better? And that's 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 a that's a sticky situation too because I feel like that's coming from someone who knows themselves enough to understand that they have like a wandering eye mm. and they have already adopted the whole there's always gonna be somebody else thing. Yeah. And and that's okay. I think that's like a weird form of like self preservation. But what they're doing when they do that is they're preventing themselves from being able to fully invest into a person. And so like they always have like this permanent wall up and they're never going to, even though they're justifying it to themselves, like I'm doing this because like I'm holding out for the right person and stuff. They're just going to go through life, never finding the right person, even if they had the, uh, the right person a couple of different times with different people, they're like, they're just so 
they're just so turned off inherently mm-hmm. uh, without even knowing it. And like the whole time they're out here spreading this word to these people that they're they're tricking these people to fall in love with them, promising them a future, and because mm-hmm. that might genuinely be what that person wants eventually yeah but it's never with that person so they're just going through life wasting people's time and creating havoc and and trauma Mm -hmm. um for no reason you got these women out here and you have a friend uh that's kind of in a similar situation and shout out to her she knows who she is and uh definitely thinking about you because it's a a very tough situation but you know there are people out here that um, promise the world and, and promise that they're available and that they're ready and, and they get these people sold on this dream and, and they feel like they won the lottery and then, and then once everything starts to kind of come crashing down and it's like, all right, it's let's too real. Let's actually do this thing. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, they're like, damn it. I didn't, I didn't actually mean for it to get this far. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, you know, going back to the listener question around like, you know, when do you know it's time? I think what you mentioned earlier is completely accurate. And I would agree that there has to be like reciprocal effort on both sides to fix shit. It can't just be that you're like doing all the lifting. You're the one that's like, Hey, let's go to therapy. Let's go to couples counseling. Let's go to church. be the only one who's like, Hey, let's go out on dates. Be the only one who's like getting flowers or cooking dinner randomly or whatever. The way you show affection. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, it's it's 100% true. Like there has to be equal effort on repairing the damage that was done. There has to be accountability. If hurt has been done, you just gotta, you gotta be putting in the work on both sides. And if you are just the consistently the one that is trying to fix shit, that is just, you know, has the the drive, but you don't see that from the other person, then I think that's the ultimate way that you know, like, this shit's done, you know? Yeah. My effort is not worth it, and right. it's better used somewhere else. Yes, um, and uh, I think that it's okay to be selfish in those situations because... Yeah what you're doing you're talking about your own time your own lifetime the time of your life like every second that goes by is your time and what you yeah and what you choose to do with that time is what you choose to do with it Mm -hmm. so if you you know want to live in this this tumultuous situation and stuff that's fine that's your time but you know, be selfish with your time. It's okay, especially if you're second guessing something that you're in or something that you that you're trying to build with somebody. If you're trying to second guess it, you need to a have a conversation with yourself. B, you owe it to yourself and that person to have a conversation with them and get mm. all the cards on the table because you don't want to blindside them and be like, "I'm fucking done." And they're like, "Well, why? You didn't even we didn't even talk about this." Yeah. You know, so yeah. Okay, so before we move on to the uh, second listener question, I have one more question related to kind of to what we're talking about. So, you know, there's this common saying, once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm. Do you believe that? Or do you think that, you know, somebody can make a mistake once in a relationship and like be remediated through whatever means to never be that person again? Um, I think that, I think that there are serial cheaters and I think that they know how to cheat and they are very, very premeditated on that stuff, mm-hmm. right? So they know how to move um, in, in, in all aspects. And they also, um, you know, they're really good at, at telling people what they want to hear and stuff like that. So um, talk a little bit louder. Just- oh, sorry. Yeah. So, so um, you know, with some people, I feel like uh, they cheat. You know, to get out of a relationship, stuff like that. So maybe, maybe that person's not always a cheater, but it's tough. You know, I mean, it's it's like saying, you know, once a thief, always a thief. 
And I, I kind of see that, you know, because once someone shows that they have the character to do something flaw like that, which is show that they don't have the integrity, because integrity is everything. Do the right thing when no one's looking. Yeah. And and so if 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 that's the case, then I think once a cheater, always a cheater. And 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 that doesn't mean that they're going to actively cheat, but the fact that they've done it, they know what it feels like, they know what it takes, they know what it does to people, and how to maneuver. They're okay with dealing with that guilt. I think that I think that uh. Yeah, I think that no matter what, if, if you've cheated before, I think I'm always have my eye on you. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say, you know, I know some friends of mine out there who have been the side chick. Oh. And, you know, it's never led to a fruitful relationship. No, So I think, God. you know, coming from that side where, like, if you are the person that the, is cheating with that individual, uh, don't be surprised when that shit happens to you. Because you literally started a relationship based on deception and dishonesty. And I just don't think, like, you can have good karma in a relationship when, like, that's how shit starts. Yeah. And, I mean, nobody wants to be a homewrecker. You know, if if the man... I mean, some people do. They don't give a fuck. But then it's like, this is why you're perpetually, like, in bullshit and drama. Yeah. Some people like that shit. Yeah, I think so. Some people love the, like, the novella drama. It's like, they get addicted to the toxicity of, like, the secrets and the lies. Yeah. And fucking sneaking around. And, like, honestly, yeah, cool. If that's how you want to live your life. But for me, I'm like, that's a waste of fucking time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. So the second listener question that we had from our Instagram, and it, it, just in case you guys don't know, yes, you can absolutely send us messages on the DMs at uh, Corazon Chronicles Pod. And you can send us an email at Corazon Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com, and we'd be happy to answer your question on the show. Hell yeah. So the second question that we got was from a listener who is in a long distance relationship. So her partner actually lives in another country, not even just like another state. Oh, shit. And her question was, like, are long-distance relationships worth it? Like, can they work? Jeez, well, damn, these people are asking questions that is, like, very relative to their scenario, you know? So it's hard to, like, just group it up into, like, one explanation because it's so, everything's so relative. Well, have you had a long-distance relationship ever? Well, I did for, like, a couple of months when I relocated after I graduated high school. Yeah. But that wasn't ever like, no, I don't. That was like a high school girlfriend that y'all were trying to see if you could work it out while you both like established yourselves in different places or. No, I I ended up moving. uh, I ended up moving and relocating down here. um, And we had been together for like two years. So it was like high school puppy love thing. And uh, it just wasn't. It just wasn't going to work. You know, we're both young. Like, there was no way that I was going to be faithful to her. And there was no way that I was, there's just no way she was going to be faithful to me. And just no way. Right. (laughs) I mean, it's just not going to happen. So, Um, but a long distance relationship, is it worth it? I think that it absolutely can be worth it. You know, um, everybody deserves love and everybody finds love in their own unique way and unique places. So I think that, um, you know, it goes back to what I just said about your own time. Mm-hmm. If you are enjoying yourself, uh, if you are waking up every day and you're very, you're, you, you get, you're uplifted and, and you got a little glow about you because you're talking to somebody and, and you've got <clears throat> someone in your corner that you feel like really cares about you and stuff. I mean, who cares if they're 7,000 miles away? Yeah. You know, I, I think that it could definitely work. It's just going to take a lot of effort. Um, we've seen it on the 90 day fiancés and all this stuff, you know, the distance it can be very, very tough and it can get kind of toxic um, and it can kind of consume your life because you want to spend all your time with this person. And next thing you know, like you're not going out with your friends or living your own life because you're stuck at the house on FaceTime or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that if you're getting fulfillment 
and true happiness out of it and you think that that person is genuinely in love with you and you think that eventually you guys aren't going to be long distance then i would do it but other than like as far as like having a long distance relationship just to have somebody to talk to or like a fling i don't know if that's actually conducive yeah so i had a long distance relationship in college i was dating someone who was in the military and they were deployed so we met like in person you know locally but then he ended up having to go off to do his tour duties whatever and i think in the beginning was fine right like they do say the absence makes the heart grow fonder where like you know when you're not together all the time when you do see each other like you're really excited about it you make quality time right but i think what happened over time was the biggest issue which i think most long distance couples face is like the lack of trust yeah that's right it's like oh what are you doing where you at you know Maybe the phone call frequency stops being as routine. Maybe the text stop. Mm-hmm. You know, shit just popping off. And at the end of the day, like, I think you have to have even more effort to maintain that connection. Yeah. Because but of the distance. That's what I, that's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. It's going to take, it's going to take, I feel like a lot more work. Yeah. You know, there's certain things that, that you can. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. There's just certain things that happen when you're in the room with somebody. Yeah. You know, the, the body energy and just the vibes and everything in general. It's like you, you need to be able to sit across from somebody at the table and like watch their face, like their face reactions and how their body moves and everything while they're talking to you. Yeah. You know, like all the time when you're talking to me, I'm just like, 
looking at you. I'm just like, <laughs> man, look at, you know, so. I think it is, though, easier to maintain that connection now with technology, right? Because yeah. my parents were actually long distance when my dad was in the military and my mom was writing letters to him on mm. the Navy ship. And see, that's like, Right? Yeah. That's some fucking, like, the notebook type shit. Where, I bet you they still have the letters. Oh, they do. My mom oh. has a whole little, I have to get it. It's in Puerto Rico in my grandmother's house, but it's like all the love letters and stuff. Damn, you need to laminate all that. Stuff. I do. But think about, you know, like how intentional they had to be to maintain that connection because they literally could not see each other for six months at a time. Yeah. Versus now, all you got to do is hop on uh, FaceTime or WhatsApp or whatever, and you can make that connection as much as possible right. you know, while you guys are kind of waiting to see each other. But, you know, I just think it really, you got to have the effort coming from both sides. You really have to be intentional about making the most of your time when you're together. Yeah. And y'all, like, you just got to nurture that shit, like, you know, even harder than you would in person. Yeah. Uh, so... You um you have a friend that was doing this long distance thing, right? Or yeah. Trying to kind of cultivate a um trying to cultivate a relationship with somebody who is uh, outside of the country. Yeah. And um you know they they would you know I guess the communication and stuff you know better than I do about the ins and outs, but I'll kind of just do my own third party uh, gloss over. But <laughs> um, it seems like you know that they had really good communication and they that you know the the connection and stuff was there. They were obviously talking and stuff. And then when it came down to, you know, her traveling to go see him and like make time and, and spend money and resources to come and see him and stuff, um, you know, he would kind of give her the runaround a little bit. It was like, very one-sided too. Like yeah. she was the one making the effort to always go and see this person. Yeah, he never came here, right? Never bought her a plane ticket. Like, yeah. you know, fine, he would take her out when she was there and stuff, but it's like, you're really making a lot of effort to see this person versus them kind of meeting you halfway and saying like, hey, this month I'm going to come here. Uh, next month you'll go there, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It just felt like very one-sided from that amount of effort. I agree. I mean, I was very new to the whole situation. Um, and then to, to hear how it kind of has crumbled and in, in ended a little bit is uh, it's tough because, you know, I she, she put in a lot of effort and she was very genuine with it, you know, and... Um, she was, she was, uh, she, she treated him a lot better than he treated her. So yeah. And he, it's one of those situations where like, I think their connection was really hot together mm -hmm. when they're physically yeah. in the same proximity as each other. Yeah. But as soon as that distance happens, it's like, he forgets about that. Right. And then mm -hmm. she's the one kind of trying to reconnect that and, and, you know, fan that flame and stuff. And it's just like, Nah, like you both have to be a hundred percent about it or it's not even worth it. Yeah. I feel like from a man's perspective, I just think that, you know, um, if, if he was one of my friends and I saw like how he was acting with her and stuff like that, I would just be like, bro, like, are you really into this mm -hmm. chick or not? Cause it's kind of like seeming like you're not really into her too much. And you're just like kind of hitting her up when it's convenient for you and yeah. like on some, you just want to fuck her kind of thing. And that's just very disrespectful, especially with like her message and what she was trying to get done, you know, it was kind of disrespectful yeah. to, to treat her that way. So, yeah, you know, relationships are complicated y'all. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think the blanket advice that we can give you, whether you're navigating, you know, tough moments in your relationship, long distance relationship, whatever that crossroads, you have to really be honest with yourself about like, what are you doing versus what is this person doing? Is there equal effort? Are both people committed? Yeah. Like, are you being accountable for your shit that maybe has led to things? Are, is that person being accountable? Is there open communication? Is there a desire to resolve shit? Right. You know? 
And if those things are not there, then you got to be honest with yourself about what the the potential is about the future. Yeah. Especially if you are um, living life with a purpose, meaning if you have an agenda, if you're out here looking to be someone's partner in life and you're looking to build a life with somebody and start a family and stuff, and you have an actual agenda for how you want things or not even want, you need things to work out this way for you. So that way you have purpose and fulfillment in your own life. Yeah. Uh, man, I think that I would just be very, very guarded, but it's like when you're like that and you're like moving on this biological clock and your, your, your body's kind of just taking over a little bit and you're, you're, your inhibitions are gone, right? Yeah. So, like, you're just kind of like focused. It's like a guy thinking with his dick only, right? Oh, I'm just thinking about it. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, I can't believe I, you know, did that, you mm-hmm. know? So, I think that it's easy for for people to get clouded because they're on this mission and they they're they're they can sugarcoat things for themselves. They can accept things, yeah, and settle is basically what I'm saying. And it sucks to see people settle. But that's what they want to do. So yeah, it's I their mean, life. It's their time, right? So it is, and that's the one thing you don't get back, y'all. So you know, if you just gotta keep it real with yourself and um, learn how to cut your losses. And I think this is a great opportunity for us to let y'all know about a brand new sponsor that we have for the show. Oh shit! Because if you're navigating relationship drama, or you just actually want to work on yourself to be a better partner. And to just like start cultivating self-love, whatever the heck it is. Mm. Uh, we have partnered with BetterHelp to get you 10% off your first month Let's if you go. use our code. Hell yeah. So all you have to do is head over to betterhelp.com slash corazon to get 10% off your first month. And the thing that I love about BetterHelp, and I've actually personally used them for different life transitions, including, you know, uh, my divorce and all that stuff. Yeah is you can access therapy from anywhere, right? Mm. So it's not like you got to go into an office at a specific time like this. Your therapist is matched with you based on what you want to work on. You are able to talk to them via text, video calls, regular phone calls, whatever way makes sense for you. And it really is a lot more financially accessible than like traditional therapy. And you can you can pick and choose uh, your therapist as well, right? So like you can kind of go through there, maybe... uh, um, I know me personally with my therapist, I went through a few therapists. Um, you know, I, I thought being a guy, I wanted to talk to a guy. I learned pretty quick that that wasn't really what I wanted. And then I, I talked to some older women. I talked to some younger women. And then I, I've got someone who's like my mom's age now, but I had to bounce around. And like, you know, it's not cheap when you're going in yeah. person either. So, And at the end of the day, you know, we do have cultural differences too that make maybe make you want to have a therapist that's a person of color mm. or if you're you know, LGBTQ or whatever. Um, so I think it's, you know, really important if you're navigating mental health issues or relationship issues or whatever like that, you don't need to do it alone. So no. definitely check out BetterHelp. Again, that is betterhelp.com slash corazon uh, to get 10% off your first month. And shout out to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. Yeah. And shout out to all of you people out there that are doing some type of self-improvement and self-work. You know, that's huge. That's what makes you a high value individual in today's society, right? It's like, if you're going out of your way, it's nice. It's it's good to you know eat healthy and work out and stuff like that. It's it's nice to to work on the outside, but to actually you know self evaluate and open up and kind of like you know work through some things uh, mentally is is huge because you're you're making yourself better and in turn you're making yourself better for the person you're going to be with, mm-hmm. and that's just going to make the everything is going to be better. Hell yeah, y'all. We need to start healing some trauma so we can be good partners. And not learn only how to, to others, but, you know, be a good person to yourself, too. Yeah, learn how to communicate. I love it. 
All right, babe, this was a short and sweet one, but I think we got a lot accomplished with this episode. Again, thank y'all for, you know, bearing with us as we are still continuing to navigate consistency with the show, um, you know, upgrading our set. We're really excited to show you what the video component of this podcast is going to evolve into. So I just want to say thank you for sticking with us. Thank you again for the support when it comes to the reviews, sharing the podcast. It means the world, you know, to just know that you guys care about what we're doing. Hell yeah. I, I second that. And yeah, thank you guys so much with the patience. Um, we have been working on the on the set a little bit, um, just kind of figuring out our vibe and, and how we want the layout to be. Um, and then obviously with my with my work schedule, it's been it's been a little bit hectic. But I think what we need to do is we're just gonna have to like Stock up on a few episodes. Yeah. You like you. You told me in the that beginning. Batch content production you, you, is gonna save us. You told me in the beginning, but you you kind of like, <laughs> folks. She kind of has like let this whole thing like be up to me as far as like when we do it. There's no pressure on me to do it or whatever. It's like she can either do it or not do it. You know, it's like as long as I'm. You know, she's always wanting to make sure that I, I want to film or whatever. So yeah. I take full responsibility <laughs> in the fact that it's not as consistent as it needs to be, but I'm working on that and we're going to work on that together. And, yeah. Um, hey, you know, go, uh, go hit a better help. That way I don't have to work anymore. Oh my gosh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, thank you so much y'all. Uh, we're glad you're loving the show. Again, yeah. keep those reviews coming, DM us, send us an email. We are so excited to continue to build this platform and just thank you so much for tuning in. Yep. Love you guys. All you guys stay strong out there, no matter what you're going through. And, uh, we will see you on the next episode. Adios. Adios.